I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Oh my goodness, there's nothing like a clean house. True. Uh, I tell you, I always spent a day cleaning the house, and it was like nothing I've ever experienced in my <laughs> life. Wow, it sounds like we don't clean our house very often. Look, <laughs> it's just, you know, we got a big fluffy dog. Yes. There's a lot of fur everywhere all the time. Tumbleweeds. Yes, absolutely fur. tumbleweeds just rolling by. You hear that little Western whistle. Okay, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Rawhide comes in. <laughs> you don't notice, fluffy dog owners, y'all know, you don't notice it until you're vacuuming it up and you're like, my God. It's everywhere and there's so much. Have I been breathing this in this whole time? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. You know, like those pictures of smokers' lungs? <laughs> yes. There should be a fluffy dog owner's lungs. You see it. It's just... It looks like the inside ugh. of a vacuum. <laughs> yes, pretty much. I feel like a human vacuum every time I take a breath in this house. But it is nice to have it all... Yeah. ...all tidied up. Yeah, yeah. For the first time in a minute. A minute. Best a not minute. to say. <laughs> but you know, we're going out of town. Mm-hmm. You always want to come home to a clean house. It's the best. Right. And we're, well, we also have a house sitter, so we don't want to embarrass ourselves. Right. <laughs> right. 
doing this for you. It's like if you ever really want to get your house cleaned, schedule a party, like host a party. Oh, that's so true. And then you'll do it. That's you will get right. that shit cleaned. Absolutely. <laughs> Unless you have no secondhand or like any shame. Yeah, that's <laughs> if true. If you have no shame, then maybe you won't clean your house. <laughs> we just did that Reddit story where the guy's like, come on over. And his house is like oh, filthy. God. Yeah. I was like, I would never invite no. anyone over with my house, even in half as bad a condition as that. Look, but, but he was like, welcome in. Yeah. <laughs> look how it turned out for him terribly exactly <laughs> he ended up on reddit and the worst sex not story lot, of all time i think he had not a lot of self-awareness perhaps uh, that's probably true too to apply to the situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had enough self-awareness to have a whole conversation with his dick so <laughs> very self-aware in yeah fact. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe a little too self-aware <laughs> uh well you know what we're riding high we're feeling good yeah today we got another wonderful review yeah. On Apple Podcasts. I'm telling y'all, you can't you can't do a kinder deed than to leave a <laughs> podcaster a five star review right. on a on, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh it really is just you want to put some good into the world, that's <laughs> how you do it. Just go through your list of podcasts and take some time For to we, review them. We humble podcasters oh. who would have nothing to our names. A review for the poor. <laughs> <laughs> but really, though, it's so nice. I wanted to read this one. Um, this just came through from Kim B. 16. Mm -hmm. uh, Kim B. says, it always takes me a second to get used to a new podcast host's. And you can tell they were also getting a feel for their own style in the first couple of episodes. They even call it out in the third or fourth, which made me laugh. <laughs> okay, Kim B, absolutely true. Very true. Uh, first of all, anything. You, try telling someone to watch your favorite TV show without including, but you got to get through the first season first, or you got to get through <laughs> the first few episodes, and then it's so good. <laughs> of course, mm -hmm. if you're not improving, mm -hmm. then uh, if you think you're already at the top of your game out the gate, then uh, you don't have the self-awareness hey. to be podcasting, quite frankly. Well, and it's so funny, and I don't know if this is what we called out or not, but I remember us talking about this, uh -huh. where it's like, we're we're performers. Yeah. This is going to be no problem. And then as soon as you're in front of the microphone, it's yes. a, so weird. It's like suddenly you're not, can't be yourself. I don't know. Like yeah. early on, we were, it was immediately, you could tell as soon as it was like, it's we're recording. Hi, I'm someone different now for some reason. Uh -huh. and I don't know why. Like it was so, I don't know. It's just like a... Uh, surely an anxiety thing, performance anxiety. But yeah, we've tried to record just, you know, because we'll just have, you know, funny conversations that we think are funny anyway. <laughs> they'll be like, Real oh, laughing. let's <laughs> let's turn on a, a voice recorder. This is before we had the show uh -huh. uh, in the car on a road trip or something and see what comes out. And if you know the voice recorders on dead silence, <laughs> it's not even dead silence. It's just forced. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, let me try to be a version of myself. Yeah, and it just doesn't come out right. So yeah. it does take a minute. I'm glad Kim B stuck with us. And she goes on. She says, I'm so glad I stuck with this. They've got great banter. I love the insertions like Speculation Station and Poetry Corner to break up the straight story. And the stories themselves run the gamut of time periods, people, things involved, and story behind it all. Definitely worth a listen. Yay! Thank you, Kim B, so much. I mean, I don't know why I'm reading this to y'all. Y'all are already listening. True. But, but it's just so nice to hear... And I do hope that people see these reviews and, and want to give the show a listen, too. Yeah. And it, it's nice to hear from a new new listener, too. Who's yes. Just started. And yeah. Still. Yeah. Still into it. I'm going <laughs> to getting into it. I'm going to assume Kim B is going in order 
and right. won't get to this episode where we read their review <laughs> for like six months. <laughs> be like, oh shit. Oh my God. Did I, is that what I said about this show? Uh, can you edit these? And I've, quick, <laughs> I've changed my mind. Update from Kim. We probably won't read that one. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> if it goes downhill, <laughs> we won't read downhill. it. downhill. <laughs> no, I hope that, uh, I, I, again, I hope that we've improved, uh, you know, every week right? on this show. Because, again, if you're just, um, if you're not improving, you're stagnant. You're, you're never the best you can be, Very, I, I think. That's so true. Yeah. Uh, there's no one. It, it's like saying like, oh, Serena Williams, the greatest tennis player of all time. So she stopped practicing. Right. Like she never did. Right. Yeah. She continued to practice tennis, even though she's uh -huh. the greatest tennis player as long as she wanted to play it. Yeah. Because she knows either you get better or you get worse. There, yeah. There's really only two <laughs> options here. <laughs> and she didn't start at right. the top of her game. Right. So, yeah, keep improving. Keep mm -hmm. working. Uh, Keep getting better. And that's coming from me. And I'm perfect. Oh, wow. In every way. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, but you can always get more perfect. That's one thing I've learned. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You all right? I'm swallowing my teeth over here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we do have a corrections corner. What? Yes. All right, everybody. We're going into corrections corner. You're such a loser. Yes, because recently in an episode, we were talking about Rafe. Oh, God. Fiends. Rafe. Rafe Fiends. And that's not how you say it. It's Rafe Fines. It's Rafe Fines. I, I knew it. Quick correction, but still yeah, important. <laughs> I knew it was weird. I knew it was a weird pronunciation of the spelling, and I couldn't remember which one made the least sense. <laughs> it's the one that makes the least sense. Yeah. It's Ralph Fiennes. <laughs> that's how it's spelled Rafe Fines thanks Rafe friend of the show so friend of the show Rafe Fines that's why him. he called us and was like listen right. great episode and everything but what the hell <laughs> well he just started it'll probably be six months before he gets to <laughs> this episode yes. where he hears the correction <laughs> <laughs> well I hope you liked it yep. <laughs> Rafe <laughs> many apologies to Rafe and all and all Fines all the Fines out there, out there. <laughs> all the Fines family Except Joseph I feel like I don't like him for some reason I don't oh, know really? why uh oh what did Joseph do? I don't know. He's just got a look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> That's what faces do. Yeah, fair, fair, <laughs> fair. Well, today we have a really fun one for y'all. These were actually two separate listener suggestions awesome. with a surprising through line. Okay. These are two different women who married dolls in the past couple of years. Dolls, like uh, just absolute dolls, like wonderful people? Sweet angels? No, I'm talking about legit dolls. Fabricated. Bipedal, but they don't walk on their own unless something real weird's going wow. on. <laughs> Plastic and fabric dolls. Right. Amazing. Exactly, exactly. But we found a story about an American woman who had a surprising reaction to her marriage to a Halloween zombie doll. What? And a woman in Brazil who found true love with a rag doll and maybe even had a child with Okay. Yep. This sounds like a ridiculous romance. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get rolling. Let's do it. Hey there, friends, come listen well. Eli and Diana got some stories to tell. There's no matchmaking or romantic tips. It's just about ridiculous relationships. A lover might be any type of person at all. An abstract concept or a concrete wall. But if there's a story worth a second glance, we'll put it in a show, Ridiculous Romance. A production of iHeartRadio. 
All right. So our first story was suggested by Sheila Herrera on Instagram. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Sheila. We love suggestions. Keep them coming. Fantastic. And we've talked with Sheila before, and they have suggested several things in the past. Sheila's awesome. Thank you, Sheila. Maravoni Rocha Moraes is 37 years old and living in Brazil. Sure. A little over a year ago, she was like complaining to her mother that she never had a partner to go dancing with. She oh. liked to go dancing. Yeah. Traditional Brazilian foro oh dancing. Yeah. And in Brazil, I'm sure people are going dancing all the time. Oh, my God. I would, lo- I would love to go dancing in Brazil, even though I would totally... It would <laughs> be embarrassing. It would be embarrassing. I would make a fool of myself. We went but to. Um, I would enjoy it. <laughs> there's that event in Atlanta that our Bolivian friend took mm-hmm. us to called Choloteca, yeah. and it's just oh, all like so South American dancing, basically yeah. South and Central American salsa, samba, salsa and, tip. and flamenco, whatever. Oh my god, it was such a cool night, and Amazing. I was like. Let me just wallflower this because I do not belong on that dance floor. <laughs> well, what was so funny is that I'm like, I, I'm a type of person who's like, I don't really care if I look stupid. Yeah. I just like to dance. I right. think dancing is so good for you. It really, and like, there's science about this. Sure, that sure. it's good for not only your body because you move your body around. Right. But it's also good for your brain mm-hmm. and your soul. Like, literally, it, it helps depression. I mean, you should dance every day, even if it's not anything to look at or any TikTok that you would want to teach anyone. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever, I'll flail around. I don't care. But the problem is our Bolivian friend is also a professional dancer. <laughs> so yes. she's like, yeah, girl, let's go dance. And then she's out here looking like a freaking star. On yeah. So you think you can dance? I was like, I can't flail next to this. I have to flail next to another flailer. Otherwise, this doesn't work. <laughs> oh my god! It was it was an awesome night. It was so fun. Yeah. Go to La Choloteca if you yeah. get a chance. If you live in Atlanta, it's a lot of fun. So anyway, uh, Miravone is a lot like me. She likes to flail around. She's probably much better dancer than myself. <laughs> and she's like, man, I just never have a partner to go dancing with, and that's what I like to do. So her mom. Good mom. She's like, let me solve this problem for you. And she made her a life-sized rag doll named Marcelo to, like, cheer her up. Okay. And Marcelo kind of looks a lot like a giant raggedy Andy uh, oh, doll, right. sort of. So he's very, like, flat face. to uh-huh. him, You know what I mean? Like, he's stuffed, but he's not. He doesn't have any features. Does he have, like, like button eyes or anything? They're, like, felt, it okay. looks like. Um, his, he's got curly brown hair and big blue eyes. Pure white skin. Like, she did oh, not try okay. to make this look very human. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Um, he also has an impressive mustache, which okay. is a fun detail, I feel. <laughs> um, and instead of feet, which I thought was kind of funny because he looked like he had no feet at all. And I was like, that's weird for somebody who asked specifically for a dancing partner. <laughs> but it looks like there's some kind of stirrup going on so that Mirazone oh. can, like, strap him to her feet. And they can yeah. dance around and his legs will move. See, if I had stirrups and set of feet, you could take me I dancing. Could go dancing finally. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get that taken care of in your sleep. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, it just... won't be the first surgery I've done in your sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, please check in on me in a week. <laughs> well, okay. So probably surprisingly for Miravone's mother, as soon as Miravone saw Marcelo, it was love at first sight. Ooh. Miravone told NeedToKnow.com, quote, He is the man I always wanted in my life. Which is setting both a low and a high bar, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, on one hand, look, this is all I need. It's just a stuffed <laughs> pile of rags to go dancing with. <laughs> That's all I That's want from a man. That's <laughs> all I ever needed. And also, I don't need your opinions. That's I don't right. need... 
your inputs. I don't need to have to feed you. You don't be talking to me, asking me dumb shit. I get it. I get it. He's the perfect man. (laughs) So they started, like, seeing each other right away. And several months later, Miravone found out she was pregnant. She said, quote, It's true. Marcelo got me pregnant. He didn't take care of himself and he didn't use a condom. He got me pregnant. I took the test. It was positive. I couldn't believe it. Me and neither. You're not the only one. <laughs> having a hard time believing it myself. So does he have like a like a rag dick? I don't think the mom included that. <laughs> I would be surprised. That would be an unusual thing to include. Okay. I will throw out here though yeah. that I do have an old cabbage patch doll of my mom's. Yeah. And he has a little little penis a little cabbage patch it's dick? like a little about the size of my pinky and it's just a little dick and i i remember Weird. as a kid being like i hated this doll i was like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> that is so crazy because i had another more modern cabbage patch boy right. doll and he didn't have a dick i was like what's wrong with this doll and i would like flick <laughs> it a lot <laughs> wow i was just always so confused by this doll and my i don't know why they stopped i guess i do know why they stopped <laughs> genitals on these but why do they ever start who was like listen this is a boy doll and he needs a dick in those pants like right. who was like i need to make sure like there's something to the fact that like kids can handle anatomy and we should right, be course. teaching children about anatomy and stuff before that you know like you don't need to hide it be mm-hmm. puritanical and all this stuff but also like super unnecessary what like there's the a purpose? lot about a doll that is not anatomically correct besides its so genitalia much. so why are we starting there? She also gave me her same era uh-huh. lady, cab- you know, female Cabbage Patch doll. And there's no like slit down there. Something weird. Aye, aye, aye. So I was just like, what What was the part? You really, this boy doll just really had to have one. <laughs> like somebody <laughs> felt real strongly about this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, wow. I wonder if it was like an aftermarket edition or something. Oh, my God. Did you get it at the thrift store or anything like that? <laughs> I don't know. I, I should ask her. I'll yeah. we'll try to do a follow up if there's anything interesting. <laughs> More than likely, she'd be like, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to say we have talked in several episodes on this show mm-hmm. about objectum sexuality. Right. Where people fall in love with items, mm-hmm. objects, dolls, right. holograms, That's right. structures, cars. tools, cars, all kinds of shit like that. Yeah. Now, by and large, those people that we've talked about in the past, I have just like, you know, I, I surprised myself with how accepting I was of a lot of these mm-hmm. topics that we've looked into, mm-hmm. especially after hearing some of their interviews. And one thing that a lot of these people have said emphatically is like, I know that I married a wall and that's well, different right. than marrying a human and I can't legally marry them. And mm-hmm. we have our own version of sex, but it's not. You know, right. I'm not going to have a little wall baby and stuff like that. <laughs> so this story to me already is an, a, almost a totally different category than a lot of the OSI stuff we've done in the past. Right. Um, and it starts right here. Right. I had similar thoughts. Yeah. So Maravone says that she's pregnant right. with the doll Marcella's baby and they don't want to have their baby out of wedlock because, of course, you know, that would be weird. That. Would be crossing the line, crossing the line (laughs) too far, guys. So in December of 2021, they got married in a ceremony attended by 250 people, because as we've said with some of our more ridiculous weddings in the past, 
who would not go to this? You Are you must kidding me? Go. I would absolutely go to this uh, wedding. Absolutely. Maravone says, quote, the wedding was a wonderful day for me. Very important. Very emotional. It rained a lot, but it was wonderful. From the moment I walked down the aisle to the end, it was just beautiful. Then went to the wedding night with my husband, Marcelo, and we enjoyed our wedding night a lot. Ow! Well. Maybe he does have a little something to work with. Uh, yeah. Hey. Or Marcello, she, she like pulls out her vibrator. I, I mean, I don't know. Speaking <laughs> of addition, or who knows, you know, what is happening in reality and what's happening in our own personal version of reality right. don't always line up. My question is, it's hard enough sometimes to have a mother-in-law. Okay. What if your mother-in-law... My mother's a regular listener of the show, so, so go on. <laughs> <laughs> I have said several times I'm very lucky in my mother-in-law. <laughs> yes. Very much. I just know that several people... Many, many people yeah. highly dislike their mother's True, law. yes, sure. Um, or at least have a hard time getting along with right, them for whatever right. reason. And I had to wonder, what must it be like if your mother-in-law is also your creator? Oh, my. Like, your mother-in-law is like, you're <laughs> God. She's like, I gave you life and I can take it away. Like, <laughs> what do you, I, don't, right, like, I mean, if Marcelo could talk, what, what would he say? Oh, boy. I brought you both into this world, right. she could say to this couple, which is a whole other very, issue. Very true. Are I they, didn't think in about that. In some ways, they have the same mother. Oh, my God. Yeah. So there's like little... an incestuous doll relationship. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'm sure Miravone <laughs> would not appreciate no, that. No, no. Uh, she <laughs> might not appreciate a lot of this, but. <laughs> Sorry, um, Miravone. <laughs> I, again, I, I have a, a, a certain level of respect mm-hmm. for anyone with OSI. Um, this one, uh, well, it goes on. Right. <laughs> so their honeymoon was a week-long trip to Rio de Janeiro. Awesome. Sounds lovely. Yeah. And over the next few months, they waited excitedly for their child to arrive. Okay. Maravone did gain about around 20 pounds during this time. So okay. So she was gaining weight. She From her pregnancy. Right. There's some physical result okay. <laughs> to that pregnancy, okay. I guess. Can I say that if I was... If I had a week in Rio de Janeiro, I would almost <laughs> definitely gain 20 pounds, too. <laughs> and it wouldn't be no baby weight. How many people in the first year of marriage gain 20 pounds? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they're like, I'm married now. <laughs> yeah. I <Yep>. feel comfortable. <laughs> well, on May 21st, 2022, she and Marcelo welcomed their child, Marcelino, uh, and in a home birth, a at, home birth. at her house. No kidding. Um, there was a doctor and nurse on site. Okay. Uh, she streamed the whole thing live on her Instagram to an audience of about 200 people. Again, I, I would never tune into a live stream of a childbirth, but I would absolutely one, tune into this one. I watch it. <laughs> I gotta understand. Uh, she's at Miravone underscore Centina if you're interested. Okay. Uh, she says she gave birth in 35 minutes. Oh, wow. All right. That's nice and fast. Easy birth. Quote, I didn't feel the contractions in pain. Sure. Seeing the placenta and the umbilical cord and oh. the blood made it all real. Now, this is a doll baby, okay? It's a doll. <laughs> <laughs> it looks... So it really favors his, his father. Favors his father. Yeah, he really <laughs> his father. <laughs> takes after his father. It is a doll baby. It looks exactly like Marcelo, but smaller and no mustache. Wow. You have your father's hair. Literally, it was cut from the same, same spool cloth. of yarn. <laughs> yeah, they really cut from the, the same, same cloth. cloth. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, did the mom 
need 35 minutes to put this doll together. <laughs> Did she also make blood like a fabric blood and a yeah, medical cord and like placenta red, for her to see? Red like, yarn coming out? How much is this delusion? I mean, I don't want to say a delusion. Right, right. But how, how much is she being... Fantasy, maybe. I, mean, uh, I guess, yeah, fantasy is a better word. Yeah. How much is this fantasy being indulged with, okay. with stuff? Or uh, did she have a miscarriage? Like, uh, did, was she actually pregnant and some real blood was coming out? Like, oh, I, I really oh, need oh. to understand where the blood placenta <laughs> thing is coming from. I want. I can't decide if this is, you know, again, I, I'm always looking for the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and trying to keep an open mind on these things. And it's it, it is possible that it, it is a bit of a delusion that she's seeing things that aren't really there or experiencing right. things that aren't really happening or that she is just like really committed to the bit to the bit, yeah. you know, and, and not in a way that it's like a bit like this is some silly thing I'm doing. But like, look, this is how I decided to live my life mm-hmm. and I'm not flinching. Right. I'm going all in. 100 percent. Yeah, which I can respect. Sure. And I mean, again, it's like. As we've said many, many times, if it's not hurting anybody, oh, why yeah. do I care? Go nuts. I, Have I, fun with Marcelo. Go dancing right. all you want. It's not doing shit for me or no. to me. So whatever. I think the difference between some of the stories we've done in the past and, and this one maybe is like, I don't. I don't really have a problem kind of laughing along with this one. Mm. But I think anybody like, you know, going out of their way to be mean. To right. someone like this is just unnecessary. You know, yeah. like, again, it's not hurting nobody. If she wants to live her whole life thinking, you know, she's got a whole doll family, then go crazy. You know, why not? I don't care. Not go crazy. Well, <laughs> we don't use that word here. Uh, have fun. That's go wild. <laughs> have a great time. Yes. <laughs> she's like, gotcha. Already oh, done. Really <laughs> no, no, no. Daffy ducks all over the room. <laughs> okay. So now. It's all one big happy family. Right. Miravone told Jam Press, quote, Married life with him is wonderful. He doesn't fight with me. He doesn't argue. And he just understands me. Hmm. Uh, we've heard that before. Yeah. Uh, from people who've married dolls and objects. Mm-hmm. She goes on. Marcelo is a great and faithful husband. He is such a man and all women envy him. I question that. one. All women. <laughs> Some women, maybe. Some women, perhaps, are like. <laughs> Yeah, wow, I'd love it if I could sew my husband's mouth shut or whatever, <laughs> whatever. But I, I don't know if they're like, yeah, I wish I could like just get me a doll husband of my own. I, I don't know if there's that many women who want, who want that, but what do I know? I'll say this. I envy Marcelo a little bit. What a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, he's For literally real? just got to lay around he's until she shit. needs something. <laughs> but... Marcella's not perfect. No one's perfect except for Eli. Yeah, nobody's perfect but me. <laughs> the only problem with Marcello is that, quote, he's lazy. Oh. He doesn't work at all. But I am a warrior, she says, and I keep it going for us. Oh. Now, Miravone cleans houses, but according to her Instagram, she's also, quote, a speaker, influencer in my city, maestro, pedagogue, and mother who raised her two children alone with a lot of sweat. Now, it's unclear if she had two children before Marcelino or if she's including Marcelino right, right. as like, one of her two children. Which? Well. What a deadbeat dad right. Marcelo is if she's like, I'm raising this kid alone. <laughs> this lazy bones. Yeah. This lazy no bones over here. <laughs> no bones. He doesn't even have the bones to be lazy. 
so yeah, so I don't know if there's like a corporeal child and a doll <laughs> mm-hmm. child or, or two. two doll children or two human kids well, and a doll child doll afterwards. Children. There's only one doll children okay. child, but I don't know if she also has two corporeal children, as you say. I see. Flesh and blood. Wow. Or if she just has the one and she's saying, counting Marcelino as her second child. Oh, geez. I don't know. For, for some reason, the kids didn't come forward. <laughs> I don't, it might be on her Instagram somewhere, but I didn't scroll This is part. one of those, in 20 years, the kids are going to tell their side <laughs> the of the story. like, my life as a as doll, a doll. brother. <laughs> now, she told Jam Press that she gets really mad when people tell her her family is fake. Sure. She same, said, same. Also, I hate that. That's so rude. Uh-huh. <laughs> She says, quote, it makes me so angry. I am a woman of character. My father, my mother taught me to be honest, to be a good person and not want to take advantage of anything. Okay, okay, okay. okay. She's got principles, respect. But Uh she also has several posts on her Instagram where she says, quote, I had the idea of us getting married so I could show up to as many people as possible in order to win a house. What? Reaching a lot of people so that this news reaches some TV presenter or someone with a good heart who can help me realize this dream of owning a house. Okay, now wait a second. Now, this this is not included in any news articles. This is just when you're scrolling through Instagram, some of the captions. She's like, let me tell you my story. And she includes this information. So it's very open. She's open with this. Yeah. But doesn't that kind of undermine it a lot right? that she's like literally she's like, my family's not fake, but I faked it <laughs> so I can win a house. Like, right. I, I don't know. I I've... can't stand it when people say I'm lying. All I did was make up this whole thing so I could win a house. Like, <laughs> I don't. Uh, is there. I'm assuming she's Brazilian. I'm assuming this is right. in Portuguese. Right. Maybe so there's a translation thing. I happening. wonder if they're saying I was like, maybe she's like, I you know, was in love with this doll 100%. And then uh-huh. I thought, oh, a good, you know, thing, a good publicity thing would be to marry him in a big ceremony. Yeah. And then people would would see us and right, maybe right, find right. me interesting enough to put me on a reality show or something. And then I could get a sh- uh, house. Fine. Yeah. Y- you know, if if there's really a love connection, I guess. Um, but I don't know. It's just so funny to have her go through the whole thing and be like, it's not fake. There's a real placenta and all this stuff. And then right. be like, it was all just to get a house. I am so very fascinated with this one. And uh-huh. I like that we found something that's very different from our other OSI stories yeah. so far, you know, because mm-hmm. it's just like, OK, now what angle do I approach this with in my brain? Right. Yeah. Because I'm working at it and I'm not sure exactly where I land. I think two things that I think specifically. One, Marcelo does not have a central nervous system. No. This is not a conscious being. No. Um, but I accept that she loves him. Sure. And that uh, he fulfills her in some way mm-hmm. uh, that she feels like uh, a human person couldn't. And I wish them nothing but the happiest life together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all I got. And even if, I mean, I, I will admit to being like, well, what the fuck when I first saw it? Sure, and I was sure. like, I guess, why do I care? Like, well, people yeah, do all exactly. kinds of dumb oh, shit to get on reality TV Seriously. or to, to get something, some attention in uh-huh. the world, even. No no bigger goal than that. Just the attention <laughs> yeah. is the goal. Yeah. So why do I care if she's just like, yeah, I'll marry this doll to yeah. try and get me a house for me and my two kids? I mean, do we not live in a world that actively rewards that kind of behavior? So why would we be surprised when people start doing it? Very true. Yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if the doll relationship is the bit or if the marriage was the bit. Right. Or if the 
pregnancy was the bit. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's real. It's real. I would die to see that live stream. Because what yeah. were you live streaming in 35 I minutes? Know. Like, Res- did like strategically, you can't see what's going on. Right. And the mom pops up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> can't look over the doctor's shoulder to get the. Oh, here you or, go. It's a boy. You know. Oh, my goodness. Look at his little cloth dick. Flick it with your man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just kidding don't flick any dicks no flicking dicks today guys wow All make, right, well. make yourself a promise i will not flick a dick today <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get all these listener mails people being like uh my wife listened to your show and then just came up and started flicking my dick what the hell we specifically said not to do that <laughs> <laughs> all right well Thank you again, Sheila, for sending yes, us that story. Because really clearly, fun. yeah, <laughs> we're having a good time with this. Uh, let's take a quick break, uh-huh. and we're going to come back to our second doll marriage story right after this. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody. Okay, so this story was suggested to us by Sean Pops Henderson at Oh What Are You Semi on Instagram. Thank you, Sean, for this yes, one. Yes, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Felicity Cadillac, when she was a kid, she was obsessed with horror movies and zombies. Word. Lots of kids, totally. Now, when she was 13, she found this zombie doll on a creepy doll collection website, and her father bought it for her. The doll's name is Kelly Rossi. Now, she is 37 years old, the doll. Mm -hmm. She's about four feet tall with brown hair, a bloody zombified face. Mm -hmm. And no lower jaw. Right. She just has like teeth and a tongue like hanging Dang, out. Dangling out. Like mm-hmm. somebody ripped the mouth off a zombie. Yeah. We've all seen it's it. very well made, I will say. It's very uh, gross doll. Uh-huh. <laughs> no offense to Kelly. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> uh, one, of our, one of our good friends, Lauren, uh, was a regular featured extra on The mm-hmm. Walking Dead for many years. Yes. And she's got... Uh, uh, you, 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 if you watch the show and you saw a picture of her in zombie makeup, you would recognize her because they they put her on all the time. Yeah, and she's got this like framed picture of herself in their house that somebody got for her. <laughs> uh, it's this beautiful shot of her jaw like hanging off <sighs> as she's walking through a field oh all zombie like. It's the creature, disgusting. The the creature makeup is so good. So good. So good. All right, so. Kelly Rossi, no jaw zombie doll. <laughs> and Felicity told Metro UK, quote, it wasn't until I was 16 years old that I started to get feelings for her. But it was something that I kept trying to deny. Mm. But after Felicity's father died, she said, quote, I found myself becoming closer and finding comfort in Kelly as she was someone that he had bought for me. I finally allowed myself to be open with who I was and let my feelings come out. And despite not everyone agreeing with my love life, I have never felt happier. This sounds more like our usual, quote unquote, usual Usual. OSI stories (laughs) where she's really feeling a a presence, like a spirit, uh, some kind of connection. Right, right. Um, Whereas I I don't, again, could be a translation thing with Miravone, but she didn't speak to that at all. She was just like, Marcelo seems to have a personality of some kind to her. 
So maybe she does have that. But well, there, this one, she's very clear about it. Yeah. And I, what I recognize, too, from other stories here is the struggle that she went through. Yeah. Right. And saying, this is why do I feel like this? This is weird. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't do this. And eventually saying, no, this this is important to me and it makes me happy. So who am I yeah. to deny that to myself? Yeah. I, I've, you know, I've a tremendous amount of respect for that. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is. Same. Well, not whatever it is, but well. it's something harmless like this. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've never been happier as when I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Throwing people out of helicopters. No, no, you can't do that. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> That's my love language. You can't deny me that. <laughs> no parachute tossing folks oh, out of no. the plane. No, so Felicity decided that she and Kelly should get married in September 2018. She told Metro UK, quote, that's the same month as our birthdays, so I knew it would be extra special. Mm. Kelly was the groom. Felicity says Kelly's a bit of a tomboy, so she wore a suit and felt more like the groom to her. She okay. felt more okay. comfortable as the groom. Sure. And so Felicity wore a traditional long white dress. Beautiful. Lots of grooms missing their lower jaws, too. You know, Many so it makes groom. sense to me. Common, yeah. common problem. Uh, I almost left mine out for our wedding. <laughs> you left it in the jar. By yeah, the left it, yeah, which is where I keep it. <laughs> uh, their wedding was in Rhode Island. Four humans and eight dolls attended. And Felicity says, quote, our wedding ceremony was beautiful and perfect, exactly the way I dreamed it would have been. I made sure that the whole wedding was done properly so it would be as official as possible. And we consummated the marriage afterwards. I caressed her and feel safe with her. And I feel a genuine connection when I'm having an intimate moment with her. Also, I want to throw back to the previous story with Miravone. The contrast here in the presentation of their marriage because, mm-hmm. like, she did it with, like, four people and eight dolls. Right. Miravones was, like, 250 people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm broadcasting my birth on Instagram and stuff like that. And again, not necessarily, you know, a little bit in speculation station here. Yeah. Kind of being a little, uh, throwing out a little judgment. A little but it does feel, this feels a little more earnest. Mm. And, like, this is about me and my intimates and my intimacy. Right. Uh, with something someone I care about mm-hmm. versus like, get a load of this. I'm going to get a bunch of attention and see if I can buy a house. Right. Which, I mean, totally might be. I, I will throw out there that Felicity does talk on her YouTube channel uh-huh. about having a hard time with people. Yeah. She's, she does fall out with people a lot. So okay. she may just not have had that many human friends right, to right. attend. And Miravone does. Right. That's, or a bigger family or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I think Felicity also doesn't have a lot of close family either. Mm -hmm. So that could be it, too. Um, Just to give Miravone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Felicity also told Metro UK, to your point, quote, Kelly's spirit and personality traits made me know that she was the one for me and that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. To me, she is perfect. And I can feel that she loves me very deeply and I can sense her happiness since we have married. Just seeing her at the altar when I walked down the aisle was amazing. And to me, she looked beautiful. Getting married to her has made me feel so much closer to her, both emotionally and intimately. Wow. Now, Felicity took Kelly's last name, Rossi, Mm -hmm. and she now lives in Venita, Oklahoma. And according to her YouTube channel, which is Dolly Girl 20, she has a big happy family with Kelly. They have several children from six to ten years old, all like zombie horror-like dolls. Mm-hmm. We've got Holly, Molly, Billy, Luna, and Rachel, as well as a three-year-old 
green goblin doll called Gremly or Grem Grem. Um, I, I, we can assume that she didn't have like a birth birthing ceremony no, for these she, dolls. She does unboxing videos actually. Oh so wow, she's she's very clear. This reminds me a lot more of like Akihiko and yeah. uh, Hatsune Miku, who mm-hmm. we did a story about the hologram that he fell in love with married, and he had a doll uh, that sort of represented her physically. Yeah, with him, and he was very pragmatic about like this is a doll Mm -hmm. and i am in love with this doll Mm -hmm. and i you know and i got a replacement doll for her you know like right (laughs) yeah she seems very clear on the doll part like she's not confused she knows they come in a box yeah she unboxes them and i think you know i I watched the unboxing for grimly actually and she was just very like it was just very pure excitement she was really excited she's like so sweet he's really cuddly and soft and i you know i'm so excited um so, yeah, I think she's very clear on what, what this is. Okay. She just also has the ability to feel whatever spirit within that doll. Yeah. My question is, does she feel a spirit in every doll? Or right. is, is it, you know, and just doesn't specific respond ones. to some of them? Right. Or is it these specifically these horror dolls that give her that yeah. kind of connection? I don't yeah. know. But Kelly Rossi might not quite be enough oh. to fulfill Felicity because... She's got someone else. And that brings us to this episode's side piece. Ooh. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, so Felicity has a boyfriend as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not a regular human boyfriend. This guy is named Robert, Mm -hmm. and he is also a doll. Mm -hmm. But Robert has like an alien face. Alien doll. Right. So, uh, you know, we're, we're... sort of in that parallel genre to horror now and treading into sci-fi. True, true. Um, Expanding her horizons. Yeah, those two cross over a lot. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not sure if Kelly, the zombie doll, and Robert, the alien doll, also have a relationship going. If there's a whole threesome here. Mm -hmm. um, Or if it's like, you know, if Felicity just has one partner and another partner separately. Right. Is this a harem? Right. Or are we... Dolly Amorous. <laughs> Dolly Amorous. Oh my God. Dolly Amorous. My deligamous marriage. Deligamous. <laughs> With, I mean, she's not married to Robert, to be fair. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, this is like a, a Dolly Cule. Uh, stop. I can't. Stop. <laughs> oh my God. The shape that their relationship forms is a Dolly God. It's a Dolly God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So, in another video, Felicity does mention a recent breakup with a human man. So, she's still dating people as well. Right. She also recently got a new silicon body for Kelly. So, that Kelly would be a little taller. Mm -hmm. Closer to Felicity's own height of about five feet. She even did a video about... She even did a video about Miravone when she heard about her to tell her, quote... You do you, girl, because people are always going to talk. Yeah, she it's had true. kind of a, a longer rant yeah. um, saying what we've usually said, right. which is if it doesn't affect you, then what do you care? Yeah. I'm not harming anyone. I'm not crazy. I know they're dolls. Uh-huh. So what do you care? And people are always going to talk. Some people are going to sit down in front of two microphones and talk for a whole damn hour about Oh, my about God, it. about your whole life. <laughs> like some kind of idiots. <laughs> like some kind of asshole. Yeah. Who are these jerks? Oh, but, shit. <laughs> whoops. Wait a minute, what? Sorry, I just realized I was looking into a mirror. Oh, no. 
Felicity points out that her own psychiatrist says, quote, if you're aware they're inanimate physically, then it's not a delusion. Mm. And Felicity insists that her dolls reciprocate the spiritual connection that she feels with them. And she likens it to how people can feel connected to a god, even though they can't see or feel it. Yeah. Also very common, uh, similar sort of statements made by other OSI people we've heard from. Right, right. That it's like there is a reciprocal feeling here. Mm -hmm. Like when people talk about breaking up with their objects, they're yeah. like, you can just tell the connection's not there anymore. Not there, yeah. It's either there or there isn't. And I want to say we heard someone say that exact thing before. Like people have a whole relationship with a spiritual being that they can't see or mm -hmm. feel or touch. Right. And but they think that's weird that I'm. You yeah, know, but that relationship is still very real and right. important. Right. And if anyone told you it was fake, you'd be upset. Yeah. So there, I think they so, do see a lot of. Let me love. bang my car. <laughs> so, <laughs> but even though Felicity, of course, was expecting some people to dislike her lifestyle choices yeah. or pity her, call sure. her crazy or whatever, you know, you expect from social media. She was not ready for what actually came next. Oh. Um, so let's find out more about that right after we take a quick break. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation <laughs> yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome back to the show, Dollies. Okay, so the news about Felicity, Mary, and Kelly made headlines in February 2019. Sure. And of course, she, you know, she got some pushback on that. Uh, some yep. comments about her being sick or weird or whatever. All the expected things. Get, get her some help and right, so on. Right, 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 right. Um, this wasn't anything Felicity couldn't handle um, until she started receiving a lot of hate messages accusing her of not marrying a zombie doll, what? but actually marrying a dead child. Excuse me? They thought Kelly was a dead, deceased person okay. of minor age. Uh, I've got a lot to say, but go on. Okay. <laughs> and people were not just reaching out to her directly. They were actually calling the cops on wow. her, she says. And so she told Metro UK in a follow-up interview in April 2019, quote, even when I was telling people that she's just a doll, people were not believing me. I'm sick of people thinking that Kelly's a child and insinuating that I like children. So I knew I had to get this clarified to put an end to these claims. So Felicity went to the police herself and had them verify that Kelly is in fact just a doll. She says, quote, although she is just a doll, I believe that the energy Kelly has is that of an adult. And that's what I love about her. Kelly was created as a Halloween doll and wasn't created to have any likeness to a child. She's just a zombie. Mm. Now, after the police presumably did a, a thorough check, we assume. Um, I Felicity sugar. Right. <laughs> what did they do? Uh, Felicity took a picture with Kelly alongside a cop holding a sign stating, quote, Vanita police checked it out. It's just a doll. Now that it's been cleared up, she's excited to get back to, you know, the good part of her life. Right. She says, quote, ever since people have called me a pedophile, I had a hard time being affectionate with Kelly. But now that it's been confirmed, I want to be able to move on and, sh and enjoy our relationship and marriage. 
Okay. I have so much. I have a lot. <laughs> I have so Let much me start with this. Go ahead. I think, mm, okay, I think I don't believe this. Okay. I think I've decided I don't believe this really happened because A, I saw this doll. Right. It's a cartoony looking doll. Like it doesn't look like a decomposing corpse. Mm-hmm. Right. It is not, no one would mistake this for a real dead body. Well, jaw and she's missing. Fully and all this kissing stuff. it. Yeah. In her wedding photos, she gives it, you know, like you do, you kiss the bride or right. whatever. She's fully kissing it. If that is a decomposing body that far into decomposition, first of all, you can't just lift it up. Right. Shit would fall. Fall apart. <laughs> right? Fall apart. Disgusting. Think about. And would um, you put it that close to your face? No. No. Well, I mean, not that no one would. Well, of course, that's the accusations that were being, she says, true, that were being made. Right. But think of, I want to say, um, Carl Tonsler, mm-hmm. who like had to mummify his his bride that horrifying Oof. story from last october right um yeah you can't just carry a a rotting corpse around no without doing something to it and this is just not there's just nothing about it is mistakable for a real person so i imagine she shows up at the police station you know and it's like i need you guys to verify that this isn't a real body and they're just like okay i'm looking at it it's not a real body Thanks. Let me put this murder case down (laughs) and start dealing with this. And, you know, she's like, oh, come take a picture with me. And somebody was like, oh, I'll I'll do it. You know, the other cops are like, Robert, you you go take a picture. (laughs) Now, I don't know where this photo was allegedly posted. She did not share that info, but I did scroll through her IG and did not see... The one with her and the, and, and the police officer? Any pictures of her with cops or signs. I did see some screenshots of people saying, not that the not that the doll was actually a dead child, right. but that she had deliberately chosen a short, childlike doll because right. she has, uh, you know, yeah. pedophilic tendencies and maybe doesn't want to act on it. So good for you for getting a doll, I guess, but you're still really sick and you need help. And she's like, yeah. that's not what's happening. And in fact, part of the reason she got the new silicone body for Kelly uh-huh. was, I guess, after these accusations, she went ahead and like aged her up. So she gave right. her an older face and she got her breasts. Okay. So she would look more like an adult. Gotcha. I mean, and that's I, I would push back against those accusations because also she got this doll when she was, what, 13? She's 13. That's like, what she that, said. That doll aged with her in her mind. Exactly right? what she so, said, yeah. Yeah. And I, she I, said, and as a 13-year-old, of course, I'm going to pick a doll, right, like of a course. four-foot doll. I'm not going to pick a grown doll. It'd be doll. weirder if it was a, yeah, a right. grown doll. So when she started developing feelings for it between the ages of 13 and 16, it yeah. makes sense that it looked like this. And I think it was kind of modeled after a a younger person zombie Maybe like because so, yeah. little girl zombies are creepy so, so they creepy. make they make that an image for mm-hmm. sure but i do not think this is indicative of pedophilia in my expert psychological opinion <laughs> of course um dr banks is in dr banks is um, in. but uh now that's not the impression i'm getting but i do think that this has been inflated mm-hmm. um again i i got i got nothing but I don't know if the word's respect, but I got nothing but um, <laughs> tolerance for... Indifference. In- yeah, indifference <laughs> is definitely a thing. I have nothing but indifference for how you want to live your life. For how she wants to live her life. <laughs> um, but I'm a little skeptical that people were saying this was a real dead child. Yeah. I, I also find it funny that all of the pushback is about the child part and not the dead part. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be like, first of all, not only are you accusing me of being a pedophile, but you're also accusing me of being a necrophiliac. Yeah. Those are two very crazy things yes. that I am not. Thank you very much. And quite frankly, 
if someone were a necrophiliac and a pedophile mm-hmm. and they got themselves a doll and it okay, kept them out of society and <laughs> happy with that doll, great. That's probably the best thing you could do for yourself. Please enjoy your Halloween doll. <laughs> Pretty please. Wow. Um, I don't know what else to say about Felicity, but again, similarly, I, I don't I go for care. it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I just, you can follow her. She she's got a her Instagram is at dollgirl twenty one. Yeah, her YouTube is dollygirl twenty. She's she's very she posts a lot, so yeah. you'll see all of her kids. You'll see she'll talk a lot about things people say or why she does what she does yeah. and stuff like that and. You know, if you're if you're curious, you can hear it speak right. from her own mouth. Right, right. Um, I don't think she's got an easy life. No, you know, she's not certainly not a person who seems to be like out here with a bunch of friends running around a lot and very a lot of stability. I don't think she's she's experienced a lot of stability in her life either. Oh, okay. And she's still pretty young. She's only twenty three. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, still so. Yeah. You know, she's got a lot of living left to do. So we'll right. see. Maybe we'll have get a get a follow up on her. Yeah. One day. We'll be able to find out. Season 10. <laughs> Season 10. Season 10, we'll do back. We'll, we'll 2032, come back. we'll come back. Yep. I I mean, again, I'm fascinated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, go for it. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Uh, and I don't deny their feelings. Because well, they clearly... How can you? How can you? They clearly feel really strongly. And I don't know. Like, we... Uh, <sighs> we say things like, this is wrong or this is unnatural. And I'm like, look up from your phone right now and turn your head to the left and right and tell me what in your life is natural. <laughs> this true. is chaos. Ugh. We are living in the bonkers town. Like nothing makes sense. No. What is normal? The fact that you have pants on right now is totally weird <laughs> and unnatural. If you have pants. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so come on, like. Don't don't right. be coming at people like you know what's right and wrong mm-hmm. and natural and unnatural. We it's amazing that our brains are holding on to reality at all <laughs> right now. So go go wild, enjoy yourself. You I know, mean, marry yeah. a doll. That's I guess that's where I get too. Where I'm like, I can I I certainly had a, a knee jerk like, what the fuck uh-huh. is wrong with you? You know what I mean? But. Again, you you see in all these screenshots of comments and things that people are saying to her. Yeah. And or to Miravone, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Um, and they're so cruel and unnecessarily mean. And right. a lot of it just seems to be coming from a place of like, I just I can't stand to see you doing that. Yeah. Even though it's not touching me or affecting me, I have to control you yeah. and get you to stop. And it's just it's just coming from a place of control so much. Right. This judgment is just like, I can't allow you to be running around doing that. <laughs> yeah. No, again, has no bearing on the world whatsoever. There's something there's something in that where it's like, I think control, like you said, is a big part of it. People just feel like need that, like, if things are happening that I find strange, mm-hmm. then like I was saying, the world doesn't the world starts to make less sense to me. And I need to rope that in. Right. And, and make sure the world follows this line because if it strays from that then i don't know what i'm doing right um so there's this like deep sense of control that we all kind of need sure um and other people can throw off very easily and then there's the internet side of it too which is like not only this kind of bully nature which so much of bullying is about um getting approval from other people who Mm -hmm. like your bullying Mm -hmm. 
you know, who might be like, yeah, you said that to her. Good for you. I'm going to like your comment, you know, yeah. your nasty poster. I'm going to agree with it. Or I'm even just going to sit here and nod my head and say, yeah, she is crazy. You know, like so much of that comes from the anonymity of the Internet mm-hmm. and people themselves looking for attention. Sure. You know? Well, and think about that knee jerk. I right. had it. Oh, right, it right, just right. did not make me reach for my keyboard <laughs> so yeah. I could be like, ah, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and type some shit, <laughs> um, which is thankfully not an impulse I have often. Oh my God. I'm not going to type to you if I don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't not. You don't have to. It, it is like, an option. I, today, I, ooh, I got on Twitter this morning and something made me so angry and I just wanted to say something uh-huh. and I just blocked the person. I yeah. was just like, I don't need this in my life. Yeah. I don't, I don't, what am I, what am I going to accomplish by making this person, uh, first of all, I would not make that person feel like shit. I would just egg them on further. Likely. And, uh, and then, and then what? Then I would just be thinking about it all. I'd get into a conversation back and forth mm-hmm. or whatever, or a bunch of people who thought just like me would, would like my tweet, like, cool, great. Okay. What a life. It's adding so much Come to on. my life experience. <laughs> just, you don't have to say anything except, um, on Apple Podcasts in the review section about our show, <laughs> you've got to say five stars and then Amazing write something job. lovely. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's what I mean. I think the knee jerk is people just go sick. You're fucked yeah. up, you know, but if you let it sit for a second, you probably really won't care. You don't care. Or you you just step away from the video and I likely something uh-huh. more important will <laughs> supplant Felicity yeah. in your brain yeah. and you will no longer remember <laughs> uh-huh. about her weird thing. I promise you're not contributing to humanity's net positive experience <laughs> by throwing shade at these people fucking their dolls. Right. Yeah. It's so funny to see how how uh, personally invested people were yeah. in the story of just, oh, I can't believe what I'm saying. You know, it's like the hysteria. <laughs> it was like, are you afraid this is going to be normalized and a bunch of people are going to be marrying right. dolls right and left? Right. And a total breakdown of society? I don't think so. I and mean, also it, like, people are outliers for a reason. Also, so what? Oh, I'm sorry. Is society doing so well that you'd hate for it to, <laughs> that a breakdown could happen? Come on. It's already all breaking right. down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all the best uh-huh. to Miravone, Marcelo, right. Marcelino, and to Felicity and Kelly, mm-hmm. Robert, and their whole family. That's right. Uh, I just, you know, nothing but the best for y'all. Totally. Uh, thanks for the subject. And thank you for the suggestions, Sheila and Sean. Yeah, these were really fun to look yeah. into. It was, it, was, it was interesting. It was a different type of research having to like scroll through <laughs> right. uh, people's social medias and stuff. But it was yeah. still really fascinating to get a bigger picture. Yeah. Let us know what you thought. Yeah. Please shoot us an email. Ridickromance at gmail.com. Right. Or we're on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Dynamite Boom. And I'm at Oh Great. It's Eli. And the show is at Ridick Romance. Yes. Keep them coming with those beautiful reviews. Ooh. We love you all. Thank you for spending your time with us. Yeah. We'll catch you all next week. Can't wait. Love Bye-bye. you. Bye. So long, friends. It's time to go. Thanks for listening to our show. Tell your friends, neighbors, uncles, and aunts to listen to our show, Ridiculous Romance. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 